for the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And this is For The Players, the pop culturist PlayStation podcast with 40 years of playing PlayStation and six plus years in that games media combined. I want to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Spotify and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to be part of future conversations, please. Check out our socials, Facebook, Discord, Instagram, Twitter, all our links in the description below. If you want to join the conversation as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures where you can watch us record this show live. If you want to support the show, you can tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation pod. If you listen to us on podcast services, before, be sure to give us a five-star rating and a written review. Or if you're watching us on YouTube, be sure to give us a like, mm-hmm. thumbs up, uh, notification bell, subscribe, leave a comment below, all that usual stuff. We'd love to hear from you. And of course, you can support us financially. Patreon.com slash the pop cultures, as well as our merchandise store, popcultures.com slash shop, where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it. Look at us, Max. Audio listeners may not know this, but we're just rocking we're rocking similar whitey shirts today. Previously we we were always like varying darker colours, but today we're both popping out the white. Oh, it's dark outside, but we better be bright inside, I guess. Yeah, it's a, ris- it's a risky decision because I am notorious for spilling shit down my front. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to risk it and wear a white shirt today. And thankfully. Actually, do I have any food on me? I just better do a quick check. <laughs> no, I think I'm good, actually. You're safe? I think, I think I'm safe. I don't, I don't know what for di- what's for dinner yet, but I could fuck this up at any second. This could take, this could take a very extreme turn and just be... Psh- Messed on the front. Uh, how's things been, man? How's things been? Yeah, not too bad. Uh, it's been a week. Uh, I now have new work hours, which is nice. Oh, that's good. So, uh, so I'm starting reduced. a little bit. No, no. So same hours. I'm just starting a little bit earlier, which allows me to finish a little bit earlier. Yeah. So instead of doing one till eight, I'm now doing midnight till seven. That's a bit nicer. Uh, which gives me a little bit extra sleep during the day, which is nice. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, so I, I we've talked about you know your overnight works uh, frequently. Um, but yeah, I, I could never return to overnight. Overnight sucks. <laughs> could never, never, never do it. How's uh, how's your week been going? Uh, my work's been going good, man. Yeah, it's been going good. No major changes uh, for me. Day life is is about as normal. Um, yeah, everything's sort of online. You know, we're starting to get back in that momentum. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah. Yeah, I'm going. Yeah, personally, I'm going all right. You know, it's cool. Whatever, do what you got to do. So it's a, I know, like, it's a PlayStation show. But man, Max, this it's lots, so much wrestling coming up in the next couple of weeks. I uh, like <laughs> I got SmackDown today. I got uh, t- NXT Takeover tomorrow. Plus AEW Dynamite, SummerSlam on Monday, Raw on Tuesday. Uh, then nothing on Wednesday. Got so I know you went on a bit of a hiatus from wrestling for a while. Are you back now? I'm you, back you now. Back into I'm it? back now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so we. we uh, so both Gem and I, for, you know, one of the other shows that we make here at Pop Culture, being the Young and the Wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Uh, both Gem and I took some time off. It's just to sort of like step away from him a little bit and just sort of you know reevaluate because we, we had done a hundred something episodes at that point because we're back with that window of time we're doing two episodes a week so that burnout was starting to get pretty real and especially when i entered wrestling um for a specific purpose like with it being like my mental health check and to sort of keep me centered 
uh, it wasn't doing what I wanted it to do. Um, mm-hmm. So he took some time away and then, yeah, came back and it's starting to get in. You know, I'm enjoying it again. And I'm watching a lot more AEW now, which I think is helping because I'm getting two different things. I'm getting, you know, silly storylines with characters that I know and enjoy uh, with WWE, but then I'm getting awesome wrestling, uh, you know, with up uh, with cool characters that I know, but also a bunch of new guys with uh, AEW, you know, because they, they, they do offer two different products. Uh, it, it, it makes it good to watch and um as i'm sure i've talked about before uh so i've been uh, a good friend of the show craig from the mullet show he and i have been doing uh watch alongs together so we mm-hmm. you know we like just like you and i are right now max with the with the discords um yeah we we camera up and we press play at the same time and then we watch it together and i think that really helps i think that adds a good uh a good feel to it a good dynamic so because you know we're currently in the, in the pandemic times, um, you know, we we are thriving for that human connection for those that are external to our house. Um, mm-hmm. So it's 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 a nice way to sort of meet in the middle, I guess. Well, I've kind of sort of been partaking in wrestling content this week too. Oh yeah, by means of I've been watching Adam Cole stream Fall Guys. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Cole, baby. <laughs> How is it, poor guys? It's not that good. <laughs> it's not that good. <laughs> well, you would have seen some of his beef with Pat McAfee then. Uh, b- bits and pieces Here in there. there. Yeah, so yeah, so we've got TakeOver, um, then SummerSlam, and then Raw, and then a day off, and then a yeah, couple days in the week are quiet. Uh, then there is Payback, so that another WWE pay-per-view the week after. And then after that again, the week after, we've got AEW All Out. And so, like, I'm, I'm set for the next, like, three weekends. I'm actually really excited. And then the third day with All Out, actually, and also Father's Day. Now, Max, this will be your first... Father's yeah, Day. first Father's Day. Yeah, man, excited. No, it's it's just another day, really. But ex- yeah, it's just another day. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, because one of those happens. things. So, like earlier in the week, PlayStation Australia sent uh, sent this email to me about like, hey, you know, here's a cool list of things that you know, as a father, you you know, you might enjoy, and it's, you know, it's good for Father's Day things. Because in the past, you, I've, in the past, do you want to know what I want from Father's Day from Sony? What's a that? release date. <laughs> 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 Uh, um, yeah, no, it was very cool. So it's essentially just a list, of, a list of like cool things that you could get if you're a PlayStation fan and you're into uh, into PlayStation. The list itself is pretty straightforward: PS4 Pro, VR, uh, Ghost of Tsushima, Iron Man VR, Last of Us Part Two, and of course PS Plus. Because as a dad, I would actually love some PS Plus. Really, just saying. Like all the games and stuff, you know, we've been very, very luck- lucky and fortunate to have played. Um, we, you know, we both have, so we, we both have PlayStations, we both have VR. So the list itself isn't like, oh, okay, yeah, it's cool, that's fine. But, uh, you know, for, for, me, for many, it might be the ultimate present. And, and it's, you know, but it's also tough. Like, we're coming right in a PS, right in a PS5 territory. The last thing you want is for this to get a PS4 Pro right now, I think. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. But um, on the current generation, Max, what have you been playing? Uh, so a lot of my week has been taken up with the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater demo. Yeah, you picked it up. <laughs> so, uh, but I wasn't originally going to pre-order it. I was going to wait. Uh, but then one of my friends uh, was talking talking trash. 
He's like, I'm the best at this game, so I had to pre-order it and school him abruptly. (laughs) (laughs) So we're naming and shaming. So we're we're so uh, friend of the show, Cass. Who? God damn it, Cass! I knew it was Cass. Creep creeps in the chat every once in a while. We've been back and forthing, one upping each other all week. Yeah. Uh, to to the point where. Uh, he got uh, he just beat my high score of 2.9 million mm-hmm. and I'm like well this can't stand so I promptly got on the PlayStation and got to 4.5 million and sent him a photo back Jesus to which he responded with an 11 million 11 million point score which he cheated on because there's cheats built into the demo oh. so you can have like perfect rail balance perfect manual balance what a boy I'm like I'm like hang on a minute man there's no way you got this legit <laughs> and he's like nah <laughs> Well, at least he admitted. At least so, he, he did the noble. You know, thing. I'm super keen for that to to um for that to come out. So, how does it play? Is it is it is it feel like old Tony Hawk? So it it does and it doesn't. So when you when you when you boot up the demo, it def- the default control system is Tony Hawk's pro skater something so obviously i don't know if you remember back but there's no i think there was no manualing in tony hawk's pro skater one to begin no, with no so manualing came in number one and reverts came in three yeah so i know they're do, both in this so you can do everything you can do wall plants you can do like everything is basically uh it's basically there you can do your like your uh your manual tricks you can do your pogo oh, like yes yeah every like everything's in there the only thing that i couldn't find out to do was the um like the spacewalk manual to give yourself momentum when you uh, stopped yeah. moving i remember, I remember thing how to that do that so i should be able to give it a bell yeah um but you can in the options you can change it to Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Classic mm. so it takes away your abilities to do anything that wasn't in the original game but it, it feels good it's bringing back really good memories and I, I'm super keen for the full release mm-hmm. uh, other things that I've been playing this week is I, I picked up Mortal Shell uh, which is a, uh, a very uh, small scale Souls like game mm-hmm. it's been super fun uh, and to to break from PlayStation, I also was playing Microsoft Flight Simulator, and oh. it took me thirty minutes to realize that I had a broken key on my keyboard because I couldn't uh, take off the emergency handbrake to actually take off. What 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 keys was busted? Uh, the delete key on the numpad is busted, so I can't hit the I can't remove the brake from the plane to take off. Oh no! So after half an hour of trying to like bug fix why I couldn't do it, it's uh yeah. And then, and then they're like, oh, you can just, you know, you can go into the cockpit view and just click on it. I'm like, I can't find the handbrake button. Well, you look at it and there's <laughs> I, no sea I'm of like, shit. There's just a sea of crap. I'm like, no, I can't do this. And I kind of just quit out when I'll come back to you later. So does that mean you're going to have to get but, a new keyboard? Uh, I can play it with a controller, apparently. Mm. I've also been eyeing off getting a flight stick because... Oh, no. It's like I want to go hard on it. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's hard to justify buying a flight stick for one game that I'll probably play once. Uh, like, if, you, if, you, if you had some intention, um, we could I could probably talk to some people about rev- you know so we can review one. But yeah, mm. but uh, apart from that, yeah, the majority of my week has definitely been sunk into the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater demo. Oh, what about yourself? Nice. What are you What are you playing this week? Uh, I've done a bit more skating as well, a bit more Skate XL. I'm I'm really starting to nail uh, the control scheme of Skater XL and just the the whole the momentum of that game. Mm-hmm. So I've been going through the challenges and just trying to like 
chip it off as I go and do a little bit here and there and so explore the other maps now so I'm starting to see all these different spots and all these different little trick sets and stuff and that game is is awesome I, I do really wonder how I'm going to go when I return to a simpler uh, setup like Tony Hawk I mean that because you're not having to control the spin and the you know uh, the thrust of, of the skateboard when you're doing the tricks you know it's just a bit more timing a bit more button press combos so I, I do wonder you know will, whether I will because uh, remember when I was, would transition between skate and like Tony Hawk's proving ground back in the day like back on PS3 like there was that hurdle and I was like oh nah skate's better because I feel I have more control over the skateboard in skate and mm. I think the same thing will probably be with here with XL. Um, additionally, oh, what else have I played this week? Uh, I played Super Hot. I only discussed that last week. I finished that. That game is yeah. so mint. Um, so there's another another credits to my to my year. I think that's twelve credits now. Let me have a quick look. Let me just pull up my numbers. Because as, as everyone may or may not know, I do uh, collect the list of games that I play as well as the games that I've completed. Uh, and yes, that is in fact number 12 for the year. Um, not too bad. I think, I think I finished about 16 last year. So I still got a little bit of time left to get a couple more. Um, I went back into Relicta to push a little bit, a bit further, but uh, that game, I'm, I'm dumb now. Um, so I'm not, I'm, I'm seem to be really stuck on this one puzzle and I, I'm not quite there to be like, I'm going to do some sneakies and look at a walkthrough. Um, I'm trying to, trying to push through the best I can, you know, but mm-hmm. that's cool. I'm not quite there yet. Uh, and, uh, uh, the one that we'll discuss a little bit later is, uh, PGA 2K21. Uh, both Max and I have been, uh, golfing a little bit. We'll have some more things to say about that a little bit later but that's enough about what we've been playing max let's get into the section we call inform the players we tell you about what happened this week in playstation well let's kick things off with all the playstation 5 news that happened this week yeah we might have to go so, we might have to go one for one there's a lot of news here just to break it up there's yeah well if you want to take the top half i'll take the controller section at the bottom no worries all right so this week sony did debut a brand new ps5 commercial uh, this commercial has uh, sort of a live action dramatization. It's it's a, it's an attempt to sort of showcase, uh, you know, the three D audio, the adaptive triggers. Uh, mm-hmm. So they did that within the, within the video, within the video itself. So they you know they had they had her have a bow and she, as she drew the bow, like they've essentially ASMR a bow, <laughs> so you can really feel that like that that tension sound and they've kind of uh mixed it in such a way that you feel like i was watching on my phone so they've based up a little bit so you feel it rumble through your phone uh she fights some giant creature so there's a bit of extra rumble there um she enters like a camp like an army camp and there's radios in the background and missiles and you know things but it's it's demonstrating that 3d audio uh yeah then of course it just ends with <clears throat> here's the ps5 no price no date play has no limits <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's a bit of a bit of, that part's a bit of a bummer, but I I certainly see this as a positive sign. Uh, speaking with GamesIndustry.biz this week, market marketing uh, gentleman Eric Lempol provided a brief update. He said, "Quote: We're pulling it together. We will meet launch this year. That will happen." 
And from my end, we will we will absolutely make sure that we uh, will bring all of the magic and all of the excitement of launches that we had in the past. So they're pretty much doubling down, saying they will hit release this year, and it looks as if they'll uh, they're trying to match the anticipation of previous launches. Uh, he also adds that quote once you get beyond all the features of the PS5, which makes it a true next generation product, it's about the content. He feels the games coming in the launch window are beyond is, quote, incredibly exciting, going as far to say it's, quote, the best lineup that we've ever seen in the history of PlayStation. That includes software from the first-party PlayStation Studio teams as well as third-party publishers. Before we jump into the, the controller stuff, Max, did you check out the trailer? I did. Uh, I watched a little bit of it. From what I saw as well, uh, apparently a lot of it was filmed in that person's house to awesome. uh, cohere with um, social, distancing. social distancing and whatnot. So that that seemed pretty cool. Um, I found it interesting that they're releasing a commercial with no date, no price, no nothing like that. I mean, I get that they've got to get their marketing ball rolling essentially, but you know we're still missing the most important information of this console yeah that would, i would agree with it is a bit odd that, that that it isn't part of that however uh there is that other angle of if they're confident enough to start pushing commercials then you have reason to believe that that it is as they're saying it is right around the corner like granted they may not be able to pull the punch yet and drop that that release date or that or that uh or that uh co- or that price but to me, this is a sign of positivity. This is like, mm. they know it's going to be a close cycle, you know, close uh, marketing cycle from, you know, when, when they what they start doing now and when, when, when the console comes out, presumably mid-November. So, like, they know they have a lot less time to work in here. If they, get the ball, if they get the ball going now, get a bit momentum, when they do drop the prize, people are already willing, ready, and just chomp it at the bit, you know what I mean? Mm. So I think, it's, I think it's the right call. I see it as a positive, personally. Um, I, yeah, because as far as I recall, once again, I'm not in that circle, so I don't know. Like, I have not seen or heard of any Xbox ads. No, not to my knowledge either. But they recently had that um, that leak with the, the Halo being delayed and then someone slipping that the console is launching in November. Yeah, they so they dropped that. That uh, that was an interesting decision. I, I like I So like- we so we at least have a time frame of a date for the Xbox. It's coming sometime in November. But it's been November have- for both consoles for the longest time because you know it's previous it's consoles have ho- always it's been, been holiday, hasn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, always been noted as holiday, true. but it's not going to be in December. There's not enough time between, you know, launch and Christmas. Oh yeah, we we knew it was never going to be December, but, And it's always you know. going to be before Black Friday. And and that is the last weekend of November. Uh, and, it, you know, it might, like, it's very unlikely it would be before Thanksgiving. So that r- rules out October. It's November. It's it, the mm. holiday season when it comes to big purchases is November. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's kind of always been heading in that direction for a while. Um, but, yeah. So the, with, with that statement from uh, uh, from the uh, from Xbox around that, I, I, I appreciate that even just from a uh, from a, uh, a visual stance, is like with the concern of uh, Halo Infinite being pushed into 2021, they essentially were like, no, 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 that yes, that may be delayed, but we're still hit, we're still aiming for November for console. Like, yeah. like if they just said, we're still aiming for holidays, everyone's like, that's so fucking vague. That means nothing. But if they're like, look, it's November, 
We'll tell you that. But we, you know, we, we're, we're saddened by that news, but we can give you something. Like, yeah. the, the, it's their one moment of grasping at that, you know, like the, they're hanging. Well, everyone's hanging from an ledge right now. But you know, they're hanging, you know, one of the ropes snap, which was the, you know, their launch cons, the launch title of the, of Halo Infinite. Like, there were the two things holding up fucking Xbox up. And the other being the date and time, you know, date price. Yeah. Um, so they've kind of reinforced themselves a little bit. Because you know it's it's a bold strategy to uh, sorry it's, it's a, it's a it, it it sucks to lose one of your key launch games. Yeah, I don't know. I I think they made the right call in delaying it. Oh, though. big time! It's, it's the right call. It would be, the right decision. It would it would be worse to release your flagship title at launch broken and subpar. Well, seeing as I think Nick, it would, I think that would be more damaging in the long run than delaying it. For well, a few seeing months. as Microsoft, their their exclusives. Uh, haven't really been moving the needle, right? Yeah. If we, if we think from like Recore to now, like, you know, Crackdown, State of Decay, State of Decay 2, you know, sorry, State of Decay 2, State of Decay 1, you know, like none of them really had that sense of wow and wonder. Um, yeah. So, and if they were to, if they were to, if, 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 this, if Halo was to come out like what we saw, like it would be a seven. Which is fine, but first party first party releases should not first party be launch titles should not be sevens. No. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the controller because a lot of people are still bringing up. Uh, how fun and great this controller is going to be to use. So we have Brian Horton, creative director of Marvel's Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Uh, He opens proceedings by explaining how the experience will hint to players what direction they're about to be attacked in. Quote, because of the high resolution of DualSense wireless controllers, haptic systems, we can really push the dimensionality of the feedback. For instance, as you hold down square to do a venom punch, you feel Spider-Man's bioelectricity crackle across from the left side of the controller, culminating in the right side on impact so as you the swing seven. your arm you can feel you can feel the rumble in one side and as you hit them you feel the other side of the controller rumble on the on the impact of the punch that seems rad that sounds fantastic i don't know how uh, that, we, i don't know how that would implement but i'm i'm interested we also have some news from PS5 console exclusive Deathloop. Mm-hmm. We'll bring some physicality to the act of your weapon becoming jammed. Quote, One thing I like is blocking the triggers when your weapon jams to give the player an immediate feedback even before the animation plays out, which prompts the player in a physical way that they have to unjam their gun. So you physically won't be able to pull the trigger because your gun's been jammed. I wonder. I wonder what the. I wonder what the uh, uh, the the system is in that for the control because it's like, it isn't like a physical lever, like they kind of like stop the the load spring. I'm I'm curious. I'm very curious. Could have a could have a could have a locking pin in it. It could. It could. I like the idea. Uh, That's a really cool idea. I don't see it happen. I don't see it being used for a whole lot. But I like the idea. And then we have Ghostwire Tokyo, on the other hand, will replicate what it feels like to wield powers with your own hands. Quote, we're also looking at ways to take advantage of the adaptive triggers to express a sense of persistent energy or a balance of forces, if you will, and for perhaps actions such as charging, loading, and a sense of accumulation of power or energy for things. So it sounds like they're really doubling down on what they've put into their new hardware, which is really good Mm. to hear. Because obviously coming off the back of the news of you can't use your PlayStation 4, like your DualShock 4 controllers to play PS5 titles, 
these are the reasons why you can't use your PS4 controller to play PS5 titles. Yeah, so they are sort of yeah, backing up the original statement around that, rest- that restrictive decision. Uh, additionally, though, like what we're seeing here is we're seeing a list of games that are uh, either first parties with like Miles Morales or sort of second party ex- semi-exclusives with the likes of Deathloop yep. and Ghostwire Tokyo. So it, we're not it, once you start hearing about these features in like a, you know Ubisoft games or EA games, like that is when we'll sort of I think that's when we'll see it real whether whether it will in fact take off and become a uh, a, a highly used feature because um, that like that's where the extra support will be like if it's a first party game you have the assumption that they were going to be using that tech like when uh, Days Gone as an example when they were like oh you can use the touchpad to access all the menus like well good because if you're not using the touchpad who the fuck else will you know what I mean it's, yeah. it's that they are the right people to be making games to fit that touchpad um, but yeah What's your thoughts on the, on that addition? Any any extra thoughts? I actually really like what they're what they're talking about. I think it, it as as simple and gimmicky as they do sound. I think it will add an extra gameplay element to their titles if they if they do use them. Like especially with the gun jamming and 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 having the triggers lock on you, so you can't. I think that's a really cool idea. Mm. It's a cool idea. Uh, speaking of really cool ideas, uh, Untitled Geese game. Uh, announced this Wednesday, developer House House, good old Melbourne boys, uh, working on a local multiplayer update for its smash hit game about being a dickhole goose. With this new mode, you ha- you and another mischievous player will be able to antagonise the little English village together. It doesn't look like it adds. Uh, it doesn't look like it adds more levels or challenges. So, uh, my house, we love Goose Game. My son loves Goose Game. So I am very happy to hear that he and I will be able to be, you know, dueling assholes in, in this game. Uh, I think it will be an absolute blast, personally. Yeah, I think adding an extra... Adding an extra goose in will... Uh, it's a little, it's a little disappointing that, as, yeah, from, so from initial observations, they're not adding any more to the game. It's just creating an additional goose. But I, I do wonder how this will assist with, like, achievements because, you you know, some of the uh, the trophies are based around speed and the, how quick you can um, collect the items and clear an area. Uh, I wonder whether there's, like, a second set of, like, you know, what's, like, a diamond time trial or something, a name I just made up. Well, yeah, I mean, it depends on can- it depends on how restrictive it is. Like, is it is it similar to like an old school game where you both have to stay on the same screen, or can you both venture off and do different tasks at the same time? Oh, so the inter- you, yeah, so in terms if, of achievements, they're all bo- like location based. There's like five locations, and then each one. Yeah. Is- yeah, but like if you if you're stuck on the essentially on the same screen view, you might not necessarily be able to go any faster because you have to move at the slowest person's pace so if they can't keep up anyway Mm. making doing time trial things is probably going to be more difficult not easier necessarily that's a good point that's a good point but yeah no my kid my kid is going to absolutely love it and like for me that is a win that is an absolute win because like you know my son's only four so you know i'm trying to bring games into his life you know here and there and how i can whether it be uh, you know paw patrol games or sort of simplish games um but yeah he's really got an affinity for for untitled goose games so this is something that we can do together we can have a bit of fun and it's a good bonding experience moving on 
Talking about uh, multiplayer additions to games, Ghost of Tsushima announced on the PlayStation blog earlier this week, the all new Ghost of Tsushima Legends mode uh, will allow up to four players to uh, play in a fantastical locations inspired by Japanese folk tales and mythology with, quote, an emphasis on cooperative combat and action. Uh, we designed Legends to be an exclusively cooperative gameplay experience, explained the senior game, de- game designer, Darren Bridges. Quote, you'll be able to partner up with friends or via online matchmaking and play Legends in groups of two to four players. Each player can choose from one of four different character classes, the Samurai, the Hunter, the Ronin, or the Assassin. Each class having unique advantages and abilities that will uh, that they will reveal in future. And that's not all. There's also going to be four-player raids, which will uh, follow shortly after the release of the Legends mode. Quote, sending you and your partners to an entirely new realm to challenge a brutal, terrifying enemy. Uh, It sounds like there will be a lot of character customization options, all of which will all of which will be revealed closer to the release date. Uh, Sucker Punch Productions also shared news with IGN stating, quote, there are no microtransactions in Ghost of Tsushima Legends, and we have absolutely no plans to add them. All content will be unlocked through gameplay. Now, yeah, this is 100% way more up your alley than mine, dude. Like, I give no shit. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, a so, big, I'm not a big multiplayer guy, and as I discussed last week, I am not sold on Ghost of Tsushima, <laughs> and I'm not spending probably any more time with it than I need to. So, so I've, I've spent a little bit more time with Ghost of Tsushima. I'm now at the end of Act 1. I think this is cool. I, I like it when... Uh, developers add multiplayer especially cooperative stuff um i'm not yeah it's not just multiplayer it's cooperative really you know gets me in the hits me where i like it so hopefully uh hopefully it comes out nice hopefully they do put the put some care and effort into it hopefully it's not just one of those throw in and um we'll think about it later type things they they've really put it's nice to know that um there's going to be lots of unlockables that we do that aren't going to be paywalled and the fact that it's a free update you know it's just great additional content for anyone who actually has the game already and I'll, i'm definitely keen to check it out yeah big time it's the right decision to come from sucker punch um so the game with the game only being like a month and a bit out f- out from release uh if they were to release this any later say another month or another two months or something a it'd be too close to ps5 no one's gonna fucking care and and it's that's it's that weird situation the same situation the control finds itself in right so with uh you know with the alan wake the ultra world experience or whatever mm. that's coming out that's it's gonna be like a year out from release and there's an like expansion no one's it's very difficult to get people to come back like a month later let alone 12 months later so pushing this out as close to launch as possible, totally a good decision. And I think well, that'll I'm, be enough to keep people around for at least a little bit longer. The The first thing that came to mind when I saw this is when's Naughty Dog giving me my Last of Us 2? Yeah, where's my factions, damn it? <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was honestly the first thing. I'm like, this is cool, but Naughty Dog need to, to hurry up. So, you know, because you made the point of, you know, it's, you know the further away from from launch they get the closer it is to the launch of a new console not a lot of people are going to be looking at 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 um you know they're going to be looking for the newer thing mm. um i like you said i think it's a good time for them to get it out well cuz even right now like how is last of us still in anyone's conversation right now like it's, it's two, it was mind. 2 months ago and i haven't thought about <laughs> yeah. it until right now 
you know, so. it's, and it, we are like a little too far away from its release. Because if uh, grants, I think factions will be so separate enough that it'll it will be kind of its own separate multi thing. So compared to using control as an example, you know, with with mm. it being the the DLC, um, yeah, it's I just. I, it's it's difficult that whole that whole marketing shit's difficult speaking of difficulty marketing and control uh control publisher 505 games has come out this week uh so previously from last week causing some controversy uh when it revealed that the only owners of the third person shooters new ultimate edition would be able to get the upgrade to ps5 for free uh if you own the original regardless of whether you have the season pass or not so Call I think the Ultimate Edition actually releases this week or released last week. Yeah, so it, 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 it's two dates depending on your system. So hmm. for some, it was uh, this week in August, and then the the others, it's the 10th of September, I think. So yep. it's like two separate days. Uh, following heavy backlash, the organization attempted to explain its decision by quote say, uh, saying, "quote the upgraded the upgrade path that we are offering is only possible when upgrading from the same version of the game." A statement reads, "As we are only doing additional development on Control Ultimate Edition on the next gen platforms, we are unfortunately unable to offer an upgrade path to all existing Control players." We understand how this might upset a number of players, but you will still be able to play the 2019 edition uh, of Control and each expansion on the new platforms, end quote. So they're essentially saying, oh, you can still play the PS4 version on your PS5 because, you know, backwards or backwards compatibility, whatever. But if you want the upgraded version, we're only working on that SKU. So with this being a new skew, like I, I, this comes, this must be a budgetary thing, I, I presume, right? Like, oh, we're only going to pay X amount of dollars to have uh, an, an update pushed for that version. The publisher also points out that the original version still will still be playable on the PS5 using backwards compatibility, as I just mentioned, but obviously it won't benefit from any of the upgrades that are being implemented as part of the Ultimate Edition. Because um, as we discussed last week, Max, like there were like some janky shit with control um like both you and i played it and reviewed it at launch so once again big thank you to Re- uh, reboot communications back in the day for us up with the code um and yeah and there was a lot of technical hiccups uh so i understand why they would be wanting to to push uh the, onto ps5 to give it those sort of upgraded graphic graphical fidelity specs etc um but i don't understand why they can't do it for both yeah, it's like you said. I, I would imagine it's a budgetary thing, and working with a different SKU code, having everything nice and bundled in one. They're just like you know, if you get the ultimate edition, you're going to get those upgrades. We're not working on the on the standalone versions. It sucks for everyone who already owns the game, who's not going to buy another version to get all the new fancy bells and whistles. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's it seems such a weird. It's a, it seems like a, such a weird stance where it's it's good for this version but not for the rest. Yeah, what's interesting is that this appears to be a remedy decision, not a 505. A lot of people were sort of making the speculation that, well, you know, remedy being the the developmental company, they were like, oh, you know, they're they're just doing what they can, and like it's our publisher's decision to not do this, and it looks as if it's the in fact the other way, which is mm. which is not not expected personally, not expected at all. Yeah. Oh well. 
Speaking of cross-gens. <laughs> yeah, cross-gens. So, uh, this news coming from at EA FIFA Direct, the Twitter account. Uh, it has been reported by... It has been reported on by Video Games Chronicle where it states, quote, you will not be able to play across console generations or cross-play in FIFA 21. EA Sports has confirmed that FIFA 21 will come with a free upgrade from PS4 to PS5 and all your FIFA Ultimate Team progress will carry over, but you will not be able to play with any players on PS4 if you are playing the PS5 version. There is no cross-generation play. Because okay. I remember, I remember at the start when they when they initially announced the PlayStation Five. I'm pretty sure Sony said that you're going to be able to do. Uh, we we we're allowing cross gen multiplayer because we know not everyone's going to upgrade straight away. Yeah. So once, but obviously, once again, but obviously that 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 decision is up to the developers yeah. and the publishers of each individual game. And EA have decided that because their games are annualized, they're like, well, people are going to buy them anyway if they want to play them. We're going to give them the incentive of you're not going to lose anything by upgrading, but you just won't be able to play with the people who haven't upgraded. Could this be a performance thing? You know, this is all assumption. This is theoretical, right? So maybe, I mean, maybe, maybe there's you a would, theori- you would imagine, theoretical performance difference. I mean, you you would have a you I, you would imagine that you would have an advantage by playing on a new, uh, on a newer piece of hardware than an mm. older piece of hardware. But FIFA itself is such because they they release it for so many consoles and SKUs. Like it's pretty adaptable shit. Like why would this generation from that generation be the difference unless they're not willing to have the net code to support the communication between PS4 and PS5? Yeah. That's the only only way I can see them making that decision. Like, oh, we don't want to make them talk to each other. Yeah, I or mean, they want to incentivize people to, to transition to next gen, but then it's also not within it's within their interest for them to get for them to upgrade to next gen, but it's also not. But it's it's not really because they've stated that it's a free upgrade, so it's not like they're forcing you into buying the next uh, the, another version. Mm. It's just yeah, it's interesting. I just thought of, I, I find it interesting that some well, from what I've heard, a lot of companies won't be doing the cross cross gen play. Yeah, what well, even uh, what's your stance on like these free upgrades as well? I was discussing this the other day with with Dash. I would I was talking about how I have an issue with this expectation that the upgrades are and should be free. Uh, I don't think they should be. I think it's very awesome if they are, but you paid for this version of that game there's a different version you, just, you know they you don't have to <laughs> that's how the market works man if you don't if you what i think it goes back to my my argument around uh for some reason gamers having this uh sense of yeah sense of uh entitlement around um this utopian idea that everything should be free and you know it's they that they forget that it's a business I think it depends on the... See, I'm not a game developer. I don't know how games are developed. I don't know if it's as simple as they're already designing these games in 4K and then they're just swinging down the graphics to release it on a PS4. Mm. Because if that's the case, if all they're doing is sliding something to set it to from 4K to 1080p, then yes, we should probably get a free upgrade if all, yeah. they're, all they're doing is flipping one little bit. If they're not doing that, sure... Offer offer ten dollar upgrades. Offer twenty dollar upgrades. Offer the price difference 
in upgrades. So if you're if 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 you know, obviously, I think it was uh, NBA 2K have said, you know, our game is going to be ten dollars more expensive on the PS5. Yep. If I've if I've spent sixty dollars on the PS4 version, let me pay that ten dollars extra for the upgraded version. Don't. Yep. Don't make me spend another seventy dollars on your title. Yeah, when I've already purchased it. That's a fair it. compromise. I'm I'm fine with paying the difference, but having to buy two separate copies would be a pain. Yeah, um, using Nintendo as an example, I have such an issue with like that Pokemon model. You know, like, hey, here's the exact same game with a couple of features, pay full price, or oh, and twice because we're going to release two versions. Because fuck you. You know, where with uh, uh, whatever the latest wants, Sword and Shield, they were like, look, here's a season pass and we're giving you everything we would have given you in a third game, but it's just an expansion. I'm like, that is how it should be done. It's nice to know that like Nintendo finally hit 2007. But But in saying that, they also, you know, up until now, Pokemon have been handheld titles which don't get patched. Mm. No, bullshit. They totally get patched. (laughs) They've been patched since 3DS, dude. Yeah, true. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Games get patched all the time. Like, I, I distinctly remember my th- some of my 3DS games getting patched. I don't know. I haven't owned- Maybe a, not to I, the extent I that- I haven't owned a Nintendo handheld since like the original Game Boy. Yeah. And those maybe definitely not to did the not extent that we're seeing, we see with consoles. Like maybe there was a, some sort of cap on the mm. 3DS. But the Switch, there's no excuse. And I guess that's why we're seeing it here. But yeah. But yeah, as, as my stance for free upgrades, like if there is a substantial cost difference in the development, I'm more than happy to pay the difference in release costs. Mm. Like give give me that ten dollar upgrade to the, the 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 beefier edition. That's that's fine. I don't I don't expect to. Well, that's like, the thing. Like, if control, if you know, control will like you upgrade to the upgrade to the ultimate edition, if you have. Yeah, if I if I if I have the base edition, can I spend twenty dollars and get the ultimate edition with or, all the or season pass? Or if we pass? detect that you have the season pass and you have the um, the the base game, five bucks. Yeah, ten bucks. So yeah, it just depends. Yeah. Well, because like that was t- like just a, the, people forget that was a thing. PS3 to PS4, like Assassin's Creed did it. I'm pretty sure Call of Duty did it. You know, and it was like, hey, ten bucks to upgrade. It's not that hard. It's not that hard at all. Yeah. Um, it looks like development may be harder than... Speaking of hard, it might be harder than ever mm-hmm. right now. Uh, we were, it was announced this week that uh, Deathloop has been delayed. In a statement on Twitter, the dev team said, quote, Our ambition for Deathloop is to deliver a signature arcane game that takes you to never-before-seen places in a stylish new world. At the same time, the health and safety of everyone at Arcane uh, Leon remains our top priority. As we're adjust as as we've adjusted to work from home, we found that delivering this new and exciting experience at the polish and the quality level that defines both an arcane game and a true next gen experience is taking longer than normal. Arcane Leon has made the made the understandably difficult decision to delay Deathloop into quarter two 2021. So that is our so that's spring 2021 for the US. That is autumn for us. Uh, meaning it will miss the launch of Sony's next gen console by a considerable number of months. Uh, I was look. I was originally pretty stoked. Uh, not too stoked on Deathloop. Sorry. And then there's that trailer that he just sent my recently that got my attention again. I like the idea. Um, I don't think yeah we are seeing a number of delays and I, I do think the current 
pandemic situation is playing a big role which is which is to be expected like you can't simply walk over to someone else's desk and be like hey how do i fix this or hey can you do this or hey can we work on this yeah when you when everything's got to be done through email and whatnot instead of going and speaking to the yeah instead of going and speaking to the person directly it must it must make even the easiest of tasks seem gargantuan even meetings would be incredibly yeah. painful i just you know just like be able to have those like meet you know uh, because the the delivery of online like even you and i like we you know we normally do this show in this room and it's awesome um but there is a difference to to communication online to communication in person like you know it's a discussion that i think i think it's a problem i have with like some movies as well is like when when dialogue is too stilted it's like you your turn to speak my turn to speak your turn to speak my turn to speak like that's not how conversation goes people talk over each other all the time and yeah and that's kind of lost in the online space like it, it kind of gets taken away if it does it's messy because you're talking over them because you didn't hear them because the connection was shit or something like that it's, it's not quite as organic so i think yeah. when especially when it comes to trying to communicate a point around uh, something in development you're like you know we're trying to hit this this and this and the, you know that just may not come across as well or you know and then you know there's there's even the simpler explanation of you know some people just have garbage internet at home and yeah. they can't get their files uploaded to the team to the cloud yeah well, that's they, they, like, like, I presume you know. they're using cloud-based servers and stuff like that mm. you know and then whatever that, that's obviously a, a big throttle it would be your internet um or whether you have the technology at home to do that work yeah well, it's funny you uh, mentioned wrestling earlier, Ryan, yeah. because we got some news from WWE Battlegrounds. Do you want to take this one? Oh, oh, oh yeah. Uh, so we are exactly a month away from the launch of WWE 2K Battlegrounds. So you might be wondering what superstars new and old will be part of the roster at launch. IGN has been given the exclusive, revealing that more than 70 of WWE's finest will do battle in this arcade-style brawler as it's released on 18th of September 2020. 2K also has a long list of wrestlers that it will add through post-launch support. Meanwhile, the additions uh, that are made after launch largely focus on wrestlers of the past, well, like with the likes of the great Eddie Guerrero, Batista, Booker T, China, Leader, and Sting. Rather interesting, though, the, the likes of uh, NXT superstar Rhea Ripley, uh, ex-Intercontinental Champion Sami Zayn, as well as, as well as the returning Sheamus, will not be part of the main roster. Instead, will be coming post-launch. It is a huge list uh, of uh, superstars, and as they said, ranging from the old to the now. So you've get you've got the NXT superstars with the likes of Rhea Ripley. You've got current big hitters, of course, like your Daniel Bryan's and your AJ Styles and your you know the uh, Roman Reigns. Then you go back a little bit, and you've got your Rock. You've got your St- Stone Cold. I believe Mick Foley's in there as well. Then if you go back even further, you've got in your Andre the Giant, Sergeant Slaughter. <laughs> you know, like you're getting a massive range of wrestling history here. And it, like this game is, I'm getting more and more excited about this game. Yeah. To be honest, I can't help but be excited about it because it, it said it looks funny, it looks silly, and like watching you know Becky Lynch fucking like Super Saiyan and then like th- you know throat tr- th- you know throat slam someone, it's just 
It looks dumb and I'm totally in. 100% in. But it's an impressive list because, like, there are so many active wrestlers at WWE right now. So they're also using inactive wrestlers too. Like, in this in this list are Luke Gallows and Carl uh, Anderson, the Good Brothers. So they were part of the OC, which is, you know, with uh, AJ Styles. They were let go earlier this year. They now work for Impact. So, <laughs> obviously, they were, you know, their models were made before their release and I guess maybe they own their names at, at that setup. I'm not sure. But, uh, it's very interesting decision that we're still getting, you know, we're getting some 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 points here. And Puck in the chat does bring out a point. Maybe they should alternate years of serious simulation versus battlegrounds. So we're previously because like we were supposed to be getting a two K twenty one this year. That was then del- uh, announced that it was was not happening after the abysmal um, turnout for two K twenty. So uh, if anything, he's got a point. If they can have silly this year, serious next year, silly this year. The year, whatever, whatever. That would be a great way to go about it. The difficulty is around um, the amount of change that takes place in the WWE is a detriment to the game cycle. So an example is when uh, when 2K20 launched last year, it launched in October, it was already obsolete before it was released. Because... Uh, three weeks before uh, a month or so before release Raw changed their set Smackdown changed their set completely Superstars went to different brands Belts changed uh, Belts changed brands like every, uh, almost all of it really changed so now the development team obviously working on it for the better part of 9-10 months at that point they wouldn't have had time to rebuild the new you know rebuild the new staging game so there was reliance on custom creations to make at least something similar uh, for everyone available. So if, if it starts going into a two-year cycle for the 2K games, yes, we will get better games because of it, but they will be less relevant, I feel. Because like if they're working on something for two years and then Vince McMahon's like, oh, we need this, and next thing it suddenly changes, like they're even doubly fucked. Or anything, they should just make WWE 2K and then update it every year. Same thing they should do with FIFA. Same thing they should do with everyone, <laughs> you know, with those annualized games. Just create a base game and you just charge $40 updates every year. Mm. Get new superstars, get new stages. Like, that's the games as a service as a correct model. That's what it should be. Because Destiny, Destiny 2 is essentially... So Destiny 2 should do that. Destiny should just fuck off the 2, just become Destiny, and then I've, then that's the problem with the first well, one. Well, I, I, I think that's pretty much what's happening now with Destiny. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's going to be a Destiny 3. I think Destiny 2 is now basically its platform. Yep. Because the, the new update that's coming out in... I think it was delayed from September. I think it's in November now. Yeah from memory they're vaulting a lot of old content that you just won't have access to anymore and they're bringing in the new stuff that you know yeah, but it's even like world of warcraft right there's no world of warcraft 2 but they keep releasing these expansions and then i forget mm. it was maybe in maybe in lich king or a little bit of, uh, maybe the one after that um where they were like cataclysm when they destroyed the world and rebuilt it yeah and they're like they read it all the models and everything they're yeah. like all right here it is brand new it's still the same wow if you buy the expansion, it's it's all these new character models, all well, the new, new animations. They recently did that in uh, Final Fantasy Online. So for the longest time in the in the latest expansions, they've given you flying mounts. Okay, so you can Puck, fly. Puck in the chat did confirm that it was Cataclysm. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, um, yeah, in the in the newest expansions, you can fly around, but when you went to old zones, your flying mounts couldn't fly. And mm-hmm. as of the la- latest update, they're like, you know what? Can fly anywhere now. We've we've fixed everything. We've you know we've gone back in and. So you know there there are times when when that does happen. Yeah, that's what needs like that is that that's that that would be the future innovation of games when it comes to <laughs> to releases. You know, um, it's, it's with the likes of FIFA and Madden and all that sort of stuff. But like you know, the difference with those games are you know they've got a monthly fee that you pay for, so the developers are constantly getting revenue from that game to constantly make newer content. Whereas yeah, but that, you, the same argument you, can be made of they release yearly. I mean, I mean, the changes true. aren't all that different. They are fucking littered with microtransactions. <laughs> yeah, so, I was going to so say they're filled with microtransactions. It's not as if there isn't funding coming in. Yeah, yeah. You know, so like I, if that's true customer service. Like we're going to make it a platform now. So now you just buy FIFA. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to that. It sounds awesome. I mean, they're not they're not going to, but <laughs> I wouldn't be opposed to that. Yeah. Right. Let's move it on. Let's go, let's go some quick bits, Ryan. Yeah. Speaking of 2K, PlayStation Plus subscribers A will lot receive- of 2K chat today. A lot mm. of 2K chat. PlayStation Plus subscribers will receive three free NBA 2K21 promo packs every month for the next 10 months as Sony continues to add value to its service with game-specific promotions. All right. Marvel's Iron Man VR free update adds new game plus mode and more weapons. It also improves loading times for some missions. Beautiful. The improvement of loading times is maybe enough for me to want to play it. Like I've jacked my necks. I probably shouldn't play VR. But, Last um, time I played Iron Man VR, I was stuck in a loading screen for about a minute and it's just pitch black. Yeah, about 45 seconds. Like, <laughs> I remember when I like, when we well, when I booted up for, for when we got the review code and we streamed it, like you can watch me get concerned that my VR was broken because <laughs> it was just black and nothing happened. Uh, Crytek have revealed that the remaster of 2007 PC Classic will be coming on the 18th of September 2020. Crisis is back. That's an improvement from its indefinite delay. Mm. Uh, earlier this week, Linkin Park released a music pack available for Beat yes, Saber. hell to which really yes. really kicked me in the nostalgia and I'm thinking about oh, picking man, it up I've, I've, it's in my cart ready to go like it's <laughs> it's primarily uh, Meteora hybrid, uh, sorry, hybrid Theory Meteora and Minutes to Midnight so you get the get all the big hitters like One Step Closer mm-hmm. uh, you know What I've Done Faint Numb Breaking the Habit like you know a, a lot of the big standout single, uh, st- singles and songs from those three albums are on there so that like they're the that's my Linkin Park so I'm oh Oh, and they've even decorated the um, the tunnel to look like the tunnel from the One Step Closer music video. Um, it's ticking all the boxes for me, man. It's mm. very likely, similar to like what Paul, a good friend of the show, Paul James, said on on uh, on Twitter, is that it's very likely that he's gonna be playing Beat Saber and having a cry. And and I can imagine that I'll be in the same boat because it's a similar, regardless of you know the you know like the loss of Chester Bennington etc though like those songs hold such a like those mm. albums such such a special place in in me and my youth and it's like a you know because those albums were a, a very big turning point in my musical uh genre of, t- of, ch- of choice and when I was like 14 years old so mm. you know it's they're massive for me and I'll give me any excuse to play them 
Uh, Call of Duty Cold War reveal happening Wednesday, the 26th of August inside Call of Duty Warzone. It it started strong and then it dropped down real fast. (laughs) Uh, And WB Montreal is still teasing a new Batman game. But we will get information this weekend at DC Fandom. Yeah, so by the time that this tomorrow. this episode goes live, uh, we would have already heard about uh, a bit more about Rocksteady's Suicide Squad and presumably WB Montreal's well, I know, Batman. I know earlier this week they decided to split DC Fandom into two weekends doing a one day each weekend. So it, I'm not sure if they got moved to next weekend or if they're still happening this weekend. Imagine the they probably lump all the, the games, games together, I guess, right? Yeah. That makes sense. But yeah, that makes sense. Apparently, you know, who would have thought they make it sound impressive and people want to watch it? Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. And finally, Max, here are the top 10 best-selling games in Australia on the PlayStation 4. Number 10, Marvel Spider-Man. Number 9, God of War. For some fucking reason. Number 8, Fast and Furious Crossroads. Uh, number seven, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Number six, The Last of Us Part Deuce. Number five, Red Dead Redemption 2. Number four, Grand Theft Auto 5. Number three, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Number two, Ghosts of Tsushima. And number one, UFC 4. See, this is dirty. Because, like, Fast and <laughs> Furious sucks bumhole, apparently. Yet it's still made it into the top eight. You know why? Because no reviews went out. So no one had time to cancel their orders. They everyone bought it. Just <laughs> like, sure, why not? It's gross, yeah. but it worked. But it goddamn mm. worked. It's still, I, st- I know how much it sucks. I still want to play it's it. It's a $99.95 <laughs> game. It's 100 bucks, And it's poo hole. Yeah, I'm not paying 100 bucks for I that. Would ne- I'm not going to pay 20 bucks for that shit. <laughs> but I want to be part of the family, Ryan. I wanted to, yeah, I'll, yeah, that's true. It is all about family. <laughs> it's been a long day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> Too soon. All right, let's get into the, let's get into the section we call uh, chat to the players. Where we chat about something big and uh, the main topic of the show, I guess, for a lack of a better transition. Max, thanks to you know, tip that two K love going. Thanks to two K Australia. Uh, you and I have been playing PGA Tour two K twenty one. At its core, it is a golf game where you jump on different golf circuits and have your custom character become golfer man uh max how have you been enjoying it so uh i played it for the majority of yesterday afternoon and i really dig it i spent a lot of i spent a lot of my time screaming at my monitor happy gilmore um uh quotes my twitter feed has been nothing nothing but happy Gilmore quotes I, I mean and I must admit it's all the same are you too good for your home every time I miss a putt and all in the <laughs> hips you hear that one a lot um yeah i this game is fun so when I, I you bit it up and it throws you in the tutorial it teaches you how to do the swings and the and all the fun stuff great I get in I want to play a game I jump in and uh my driving skills are on point. I can hit the ball hard. I can hit it straight without shanking it. Fabulous. You know, the commentator's like, oh, he's landed on the green. He's landed it. He's, uh, he's landed it on the fairway. He's, he's doing well. And then as soon as I hit the green, 
it all goes downhill. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot putt to save my life, even in a video game, apparently. Wow. <laughs> I can, uh, I'm having drive the, the I'm having the entire opposite. So yeah. I I'm the other way around. I can't help but shank it every drive. <laughs> like, and it goes in the complete opposite direction. But get me on the green, I'm putting in like no time at all. I'm really I, I think that's a lot of everybody's golf, right? Because you know, this guy, like you the reason you and I reached out to 2K about this one to see whether we could get a review code was around the idea that we wanted to push our comfort zone. You know, mm. like for us, like we, we play a lot of, you know, third person action adventure sort of games, you know, like whatever the we're, we're always stuck within the same ecosystem of games. Yeah. So when we saw PGA Tour was coming out, we're like, well, we don't play a lot of sports games. Like I play wrestling, but it's not kind of, kind of the same. So that was my pitch. I'm like, we want to try something different. We want to give it a go. Like this is be out of our wheelhouse. And I'm so glad I did because I'm in the same boat as you. This is things fun as fuck. So like I streamed it uh, on uh, on Friday night on uh, on this Twitch channel uh, where for a laugh, I dressed up like a golfer. I had a sweater vest. I had a polo shirt. I had a visor. I had some golf clubs and I went all out and I had an absolute blast. Like just really playing the bit. Um, yeah. So like, uh, yeah, going in, I thought this was going to be simmy as all hell because you know my my previous golf gaming experience would have been everybody's golf because you know yep. that's really friendly, that's really easily approachable, and the only thing you really need to know how to do is time and ex- uh, button press the X. Where here they're using the same the same system where it's like level up your swing and then bring it back, except rather than using button presses, you're using uh, the analog stick, so either the left or right, it's up to you. So you've got to pull the stick back, push it forward, very similar to like your likes of skate and how you would control the board. But I was gonna, I was going to say it's similar to the the new way to shoot in the NBA two K games. Yeah, there you go. You well, pull, you pull down and then you you push forward to release the ball. Yeah, so you you know you, that flick motion is what delivers. So if you push it too far to the left, obviously it shanks that way, right shanks that way, etc. And also takes into account the speed. Now I am incredibly inaccurate on flick stick, uh, sticking the flicking the stick. Apparently, <laughs> so I had to then go down to like like I was my child and having to like two finger it. Like I can't just like bam, bam, bam. I'd be like easy, uh, which is like the one hiccup for me. Um, but yeah, so like the there's a couple of things that are interesting. So there has a career mode where you'll play a mm-hmm. tour. Um, so right now I'm playing in the PGA Tour. Um, there's, I think there's 33 different events in this tour specifically, and there's four, there's four different tours. So there's easily enough, um, career progression. If that's where you want to go, uh, you can create, you create your custom character. So you can't play any pros. You play as you, which I'm not even mad about because I don't fucking know who they are. So I want to play as me. Uh, there's some interesting hurdles at the start though. So the code that we received was the deluxe edition. So it did come with some slightly different gear than what you would get standard. However, you start with no in-game currency. You start with, you know, every, every other item is locked. Mm -hmm. So you can't even go create the character you want and then play the game. Like you literally have to go standard, standard ass character, play an event then you can buy something. But thankfully, there are some things, there are quite a number of items that are locked behind um, 
behind uh, sponsors in the game so how, how you play during these events but then almost every, like there's no like oh you can't unlock this until level 10 and pay x amount of dollars it's like it's either sponsored or it's in-game currency there you go yeah which i appreciate because it's like the idea of like cool now like the costumes are pretty like they are cosmetic they don't change in any way they don't give you any improvements you cannot upgrade the stats of your player but it's it is any sort of stat changes are reliant on the clubs that you use you know what i mean yeah so um yeah that's that's interesting so there's not quite as much depth as you would may want in the character creation or like they're not they're not putting in like pumping rpg elements into it they are keeping it pretty simple in that way. How did you find the customer, like the customer creation, the uh, 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 character creation? Uh, I must admit, I I skipped over the customer character, uh, the character customization a little bit. I kind of jumped straight into it. So I am using the stock standard character mm-hmm. to begin with. Uh, but I do want to go back and and make and make someone similar. You know, I normally make the wacky characters that stand out. Oh, okay. So I'm going to try and make the most ridiculous character that I can. See, I go down the line. I'm like, I'm just going to make me. So I made him a little bit, a little bit more rotund, not as rotund as I used to be. Also, get a uh, get less fat update. Uh, I'm now just shy of 23 kilos lost. That's uh, I don't nice. know. It's like 40 something pounds. Um, yeah. So I, and the, it, it's easy. I just like increase the, you know, uh, uh. You know, just change like the head, make the head a bit bigger, <laughs> give myself some big lips and some some spikyish hair, and that's it. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, yeah, it it's like like you said, because it is a sim based game. Uh, when you after you finish the uh, the tutorial on 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 the swing section, it it asks you what difficulty essentially you want it to be, like how simish you want it to run so i'm interested what what did you pick down the middle i went the moderate or whatever okay so i did the same thing because i was wondering if that's why you were having a little bit no, i'm just because I, I know I'm i know it gives shit. a little bit <laughs> it gives a little bit of extra leeway with the um with the uh stick flicking if you if you go onto the light and i think it's a, there's a rookie mode mm. uh to start off with that it says like you know we recommend you use this if you're new to these games we recommend moderate if you've played something similar and then yeah you've it was got the three the, levels the, the pro like, oh, the pro the tour yeah. so i've only played one full hole of 18 at the moment and i was doing i broke even mm-hmm. i made par so you know most of the time i'd get on the green in the first couple of strokes because I can drive the ball really well and then I'd just be hitting it back and forth all over the green because yeah. I, apparently I just can't cut, can't get a handle on putting um, but I really like the obviously a lot of these uh, courses are, are, are real courses or some, some of them are real courses mm. I believe and they look fantastic the game itself looks really really good so apart, so it's it's you know I'm really enjoying its gameplay, but the 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 visuals behind it, um, I think are really stand out as well. Mm. Yeah, well, it, it is the advantage of the game, you know, with this very similar to any sports title, right? Like the the delivery is pretty straightforward. It's here, mm. here is here is the green. Uh, sorry, here is the the fairway, the green, the whole course, right? Here is this one particular yeah. hole. So everything external to that is like unimportant. It's what's important is your character, uh, everything else, and then that's it. Like it's very mm. short 
and you know steady right so like i myself I, i've played like seven or eight sets of 18 like I, I've, oh wow i've gone through the career pretty hard i played for like three hours online last night i played for about an hour and a half today um so i started pretty shit as i was adjusting to <laughs> uh adjusting to the control scheme well the, the first the first uh event that i did i placed 120th uh next one was uh like 45th or something and then eventually i did i did end the stream last night with a number one i did win that event which was awesome oh nice i've won two more since three more since two more since um, but I am, I am progressively getting better with the, you know, the, as I sent you a photo today, like I, I finished, you know, nine under par on one and then like six on six under par on another. So like, and I am getting better at it, which is, which is very cool. Like I'm not changing any difficulties or anything. I'm just apparently getting better, which is nice. Have you, have you scored the elusive hole in one? No, I have not. Not yet. Have you? No. <laughs> oh, I must say some fish. I've already played one eighteen and I've got a win and I've got a home. I, I haven't even come close to being able to get a uh a, essentially a chip in. Yeah. Like I've yet to sink a sink a ball that wasn't on the green. Oh I, I've done I've had a couple of them because there's a trophy to go with that as well, so that was fun. Um yeah, like so I, yeah. Came, I came close from a sand bunker shot, but um I have a real I always forget so I haven't played a golf game in quite some time and the golf games I generally do play aren't as simish as this. So I often forget to check like which direction the wind's going yeah. and how that's going to impact me. So it's like it's like Or the ground, like, how the ground will affect you. Yeah. yeah. I'm like I'm gonna hit this a little bit softer, so I'm gonna aim a little bit further behind to allow for the for the hit not to be as powerful. And it's like, hey man, the wind's going ten Ks that direction. <laughs> and then I just hit it way over. So I've got to, I always, you know, I have to remind myself that, you know, there are other things that will impact the ball apart from my swing. Yeah. So one of the other things that I noticed that we noticed as well during this stream was the, the commentators. Uh, so there's one Aussie and there's like a varying range of uh, different American guys. They're all fucking mean. Like they are really shit. Well, I guess because I, I was shit, like the commentators swung really like this guy's garbage essentially which well see i i was getting there you know this is what we've come to expect from him he's landed it on the fairway and then the one time i hit it in the rough they're just like well that's not like him that sucks <laughs> and i'm like okay that's a bit it's <laughs> a bit rough and the one thing they also did especially in the first run which became a little ongoing joke during the stream was that the uh the gentleman who's on the cover of this game his name's justin thomas uh they only ever showed footage of him they're like, you know, there's hundreds of people playing, you know, hundreds of professionals playing the course. Um, and they're like, oh, you know, this guy's no Justin Thomas. I'm like, you son of a bitch. I want to fucking murder Justin Thomas. <laughs> you know, it's like every time, like I would just shank it. And they're like, well, you know, Justin Thomas did this whole one. He did really good at it. I'm like, oh, God, you guys are the worst. So my, my pursuit for the rest of the stream, even when I played it this morning, like when no one was around to watch, I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna punch him. I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna get him so good. And I did. I'm, I'm ranked higher than him now. You know, just having. I'm feeling good. Feeling good. That Justin Thomas can eat, eat, eat my butt. Um. So, are there any, any sort of nitpicks or negatives that you're facing? No, I've, I've been real. Like I said, I've been really enjoying it. I haven't found too many. I haven't found any. I haven't had any um. Technical difficulties with the game. Um, probably uh, all the shortcomings that I have that that I'm finding from it are of my own make mm -hmm. like not 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 remembering that it's it's a sim game not rem you know 
I, you know, the controls are very easy to use. I think it, it did a really good job um, teaching me. Mm-hmm. I think for, for lack of a better term, uh, I think the tutorial system was really cool. Uh, the only thing that I don't like, that I didn't like was when it teaches you a new a new um, mechanic, uh, it, it forces you into it. You're like, you, you have to do it. It won't let you not do it. Mm. So for, for instance, when you kind of, when it teaches you how to do the curved shots, when you can swing it out and then hit it back in, it's like, you, ha- you have to do one of these to progress. I'm like, I, I don't want to though. I just want to hit it in a straight line. I'm like right in front of the pin. And it forced me to do this crazy Saying that, curve though, that, shot. Like that curve has really saved my life because I'm shit at driving. So I have to like go around trees. So it's, it's been pretty handy. <laughs> Well, that kind of screwed me in that sense because I was literally right in front of it and I hit it poorly on a curve. So I shanked it and curved it <laughs> and it just it just went way out. It's like I could have avoided this by just hitting it straight. Yeah. But obviously it needs to teach you those mechanics because it is something that you will use, mm-hmm. but not necessarily. It would be nice for it to uh, put that in in a position where it's beneficial to use it as opposed to, hey, there's this mechanic. You should check it out now. Not, it should it should give it to you like hey we can see there's an obstacle in your way this is how you can get around it this is the mechanics we have in place for hitting it around a tree or hitting it around a, a, a um a, an obstacle mm. what about yourself have um, you found so any I've had a had couple of minor hiccups just like, not a lot of performance things but there has been moments where they've showed a replay of uh, of another golfer and then he's walked into the map <laughs> um camera this camera would sometimes just sweep into in, into myself um, yeah. which was weird uh w- what i've come to the, to notice is this game is a r- always online title yes like it has to be connected to the server for you to do your career mode it has to be connected to do almost anything the only thing you can really do is like a local match um but yeah you need it needs to ping that server constantly so anytime you finish a hole anytime you finish an event it will ping that server so there were times where i was sitting here for like a minute and a half two minutes waiting to go from the 16th hole to the 17th hole um which was a real bummer because like my internet's dope you know i have yeah you know, i have fiber to the face which is pretty good here in australia <laughs> five, five so the face. like i my internet is not the concern yet i'm having connectivity related issues with this title um the other issue i have as well yeah as I said, the game looks incredibly pretty and inc- incredibly lovely like the although i don't know the uh the professionals they look pretty good they look, they look mm. pretty much on, on brand, like what you'd expect for an in-game version of them to look like. However, your character sticks out like dog's balls, comparatively. <laughs> because the second you put him in purple shorts, like I did, mate, this doesn't seem... Like, they they reflect light differently compared to every other piece of material in the entire fucking game. So, yeah. like, you clearly look like someone that's been plonked into this game yeah yeah and there's just some of those like yes yeah, some of the animation but that, but that i mean i guess that comes with having a custom character yeah because the same thing like, can be said for wwe like when you see what the superstars are and then you see your custom character standing there looking all dead-eyed <laughs> um you know it's yeah i get it i get it but, but like, like i said you know that's that's something i look for because like if i can if i can make a guy with green skin and crazy hair i'm that's what i'm gonna do <laughs> 
yeah. But yeah, as, as like so, yeah. In in summary, Max, like it's 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 surprisingly easy to pick up than I anticipated. Um, yeah, it's fun, it's enjoyable, it's frustrating as all fuck, especially when you are you know where you go for the partner's like. Like, you son of a bitch! Like, just, oh, the amount, it, it hits of, the the amount of times it just hits scoots. the sides and just it flings out the other side. Oh. Man, I miss Tornado <sighs> Cup. Give me Tornado Cup from everybody's golf. That's what I need. I need Tornado <laughs> Cup. Um, yeah, and I said it looks great. It plays great. My, apart from the minor like net, network connectivity issues, that's a big hurdle. I do think this will be a chill game that I'll have for a little while. I don't know what terms of full longevity it has for me because um, like I'm playing this now because it's something it's cool um, yeah. but I do wonder like am I going to see myself go through through this entire tour I'm going to see myself through, go through a number of tours um, I don't think I have the skill set to want to push through for the trophy list um, you know so that's kind of where I'm at with it what's your thoughts the pop cu- pop culturist cup the pop, the pop we could have the popsy <laughs> tournament um it's very we, we could arrange that if anyone out there that does watch or consume our content would be interested we would i could happily arrange that um yeah i i think it's the same for me it'll be one of those things that i pull out and play every once in a while it's it is a very despite the frustrations that i get from putting it is a very relaxing game and it's something that I can just sit back and chill out with. And I look forward to playing it multiplayer. I look forward to uh, getting... Oh, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm 100% playing oh, it. Like, to, even though tonight that I'm, we're going to be doing our uh, WWE uh, SummerSlam predictions with 2K20, I uh, will probably be playing golf afterwards. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe even before. <laughs> nice. That's where I'm at. But anyways, yeah, PGA Tour 2K21 is out now on pretty much everything. Um, as I said, big thank you to uh, Mikey and and Pez and uh, 2K Australia for hooking us up with the code. Much appreciated. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you very much. It's very, very nice. But if for some reason you want a new game this week, but you don't want to play PGA, which makes sense. Golf isn't for everybody. Uh, these, here's a list of games that are coming to the players. So this is the uh, point in the podcast where I would normally head over to the PlayStation blog and read out the drop. Fun fact, there is still no drop. It's been like two months. Yeah, I think Push Square wrote an article about it. <laughs> They're like, well, we can, we're combining both blogs together so you get nothing on two blogs. Yep. Awesome. Okay, so... So we're pulling, we're, to, we're pulling up VG247. Thanks, to, thanks VG, to VG247. Coming through with the goods once again. Uh, this week, we have... Uh, no Straight Roads oh, yeah. coming to PS4 again. August 25th. Again? I thought that, I thought that came out last week. Oh. Did it? I think I read it last week, but it didn't come up. Oh. Uh, we have Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered Edition coming August 27th. Does that get you, does that get you all damp? You big Final Fantasy dog? Uh, not really. I wasn't a, Why not? I wasn't what, a huge what, what fan of Crystal Chronicles. Uh, from memory, I think it's like a semi-tower shooter game. Oh, lame. The co-op. Yeah, it's, it was weird. We have the Control Ultimate Edition coming to PlayStation 4 either August... No, coming to... Yeah, yeah August September. 27th. Yeah, uh, it's uh, September, September 10 for PlayStation. September yeah. 10, yeah. Uh, we have Windbound coming on August 28th. And I think that is... Oh, and we have Madden NFL 21. Oh, nice. Cool, new Madden. So, so not a whole lot. Really not a whole oh, lot at all. 
And Wasteland 3 and Project Cars 3 both coming out August 28th also. Oh, very So nice. they just make it just make it inside the week. Did any of them catch your attention? I think I'm going to be playing Wasteland 3. Um, I have it already preloaded and pre-installed ready to go because it's coming day and date on Games Pass. Yeah, nice. Um, Project Cars, maybe, but... No, not okay. really. Nothing really. Nothing really tickling my fancy in that in uh, in this week. Oh, nice. Maybe maybe Madden. I do like I do like Madden. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I I run one play the entire. I just throw hail marys. <laughs> just, <laughs> That's it. That's all just I do. Fang it and go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing jumps out at me this week. Nothing. Um, yeah. Nothing too much. Yeah, that's a, that's all. Got some thing. got some big hitters coming up next month though, but Yeah, man, we're start, we're starting to get into that busy window, which is very very cool, very very exciting. Mm. All right, let's send this bad boy home, Max. Let's close her up. Well, this PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Spotify and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations, please check out our socials, Facebook, Discord, Instagram, Twitter. All the links are in the description below. If you want to join the conversation as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures where you can watch us record this show live. If you want to support the show, you can by uh, telling your friends, telling your family about this PlayStation pod. If you listen to us on podcast services, be sure to give us a five-star rating and a written review if you're watching us on youtube be sure to give us a thumbs up subscribe and maybe even leave us a comment below well i I do my very best to answer answer every comment possible Uh, if you want to support us financially you can at patreon.com slash the pop culturist as well as our merchandise store popculturist.com slash shop where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit without logos on it and until next week i'm ryan betson i'm max cooper and that was for the players For the players, the Pop Culturist PlayStation Podcast is fan-supported at patreon.com slash thepopculturist. And we'd like to thank our Patreon producers and our Patreon founders for their kindness, their support, and their generosity. Our Patreon founders, Alpha Ferret, Craig O'Flaherty, David Chataway, Jesse Stevenson, and Jacob Garner. And our Patreon producers, AJ Abatomi, Damien Holdies, Carl Dunn, Lee Winterschoven, Nathan Massetti, Paul James, Pure Mongrel, and Sean Levitt.